At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. What's up and welcome to another edition of The Edge. Good show on tap today, 30 minutes from now. Brian Edwards is going to be with us, college football handicapper. He's got thoughts on a massive, massive rivalry spot this weekend between UNLV and Nevada. Also, some other games that are probably worth it. Also, Georgia, Florida. Yeah, and, uh, uh, Brian Edwards, is, his strength is handicapping the SEC. Uh, he's a Florida guy, but a lot of times he's skeptical about the Gators. I want to get his thoughts on the uh, Georgia-Florida game because I know a lot of betters, it's uh, beware of the dogs. A lot of people are afraid to uh, bet against Georgia. Uh, we'll see what Brian Edwards has to say. So I, um, I, like, I want to echo some skepticism <clears throat> as well here. And I want to echo that skepticism when it comes to Thursday night football tonight, which is where we will begin. Mm -hmm. As the Cardinals take on the Green Bay Packers, we are up to six and a half with a total of 50 and a half. Uh, There's a lone six out there up on the screen, so you can check that out and go bet it if you'd like. Uh, Super contest, as we were talking about off the air, actually use seven, and they usually try to project what they expect the number to be. I would assume that we're going to get to seven by the time we get to kickoff tonight. That's what I'm hoping. So I can grab that full touchdown with the Green Bay Packers humans. So this is where I wanted to start. I actually wanted to start with last Thursday because last Thursday we saw the Browns and the Broncos play one another. And we saw the market get all the way down to one and a half because of all the bad news around the Cleveland Browns. And the Browns come out and they win a game by three, Mm -hmm. right? Cover that number. If you're running to the window and being like, the Packers are in a bad spot, (laughs) I'm betting betting the Arizona Cardinals. The thing is we saw the adjustment made during the week. So that's baked into the number that you're going to play. You're behind the eight ball from that extent. I tend to think that we look at this, you still have Tunyon, still have Randall Cobb, still have Aaron Rodgers, still have a run game that could operate, I think, at a pretty high level against this pretty soft front four. I'm, pr- I'm willing to buy in some bad news tonight if I'm getting that full seven. Well, the NFL is the ultimate uh, public betting sport where you right. have overreactions and uh, there's so much money in the market, so much public money in the market. Uh, a lot of times you're inflated on favorites. But this is why you have guys who – Buy on bad news, guys who are contrarian betters. And uh, a lot of times in the NFL, those systems work. And uh, with the Packers tonight, uh, you are buying on a lot of bad news. And you're also buying on Aaron Rodgers if, uh, if you take the six and a half or seven with the Packers. I have not bet this yet. If it gets to seven, I will bet the Packers. Yeah. Uh, it's, but it's not just Devontae Adams who's out tonight. It's also Alan Lazard. It's also uh, Jair Alexander on defense. You got two of your top wide receivers. You got your best cover corner. Uh, so, yeah, it's legitimate trouble that the Packers are in tonight. 
But at the same time, we've seen Aaron Rodgers do this before. Without Devontae Adams, the Packers have put up pretty big numbers. Yep. So it's uh, the perception, sometimes uh, the public perception of a team being in big trouble inflates this number. If it gets up to seven, I will play the Packers. At the same time, if you want to put the Cardinals on a teaser, I'm not going to argue that either. Right. I mean, if you want to play the Cardinals right down, uh, right now down to minus a half point and pair it with something else this weekend, I don't think that's a bad play. I do not want to lay points against Aaron Rodgers here. So it's either you bet the Cardinals to win straight up or you're taking the Packers plus seven. And that's the way I would look to play it. Right, and, and to reiterate some of the uh, the topics we have discussed when it comes to the Arizona Cardinals, right? Uh, if you look at some of the metrics across the board, like and we're talking about second-level yards, something that you and I have discussed many times when it comes to some of these run defense. Second-level yards, they are dead last in the National Football League, 1.74 yards per carry into the second level. They're 18th in terms of open field yards per carry, which are 10 or more yards downfield, mm-hmm. right? Like, this is not the best front seven in the NFL. It was one of the reasons why myself and a lot of betters thought that the Cleveland Browns in that spot before every single player got injured yeah. was going to be a pretty good spot for them, right, to beat the Cardinals and cover a number like that. Well, that was also a combination. It was a perception that Case Keenum's no good with some people yep. that, uh, while well, they're in big trouble with how Baker Mayfield, the Case Keenum, Kenny White, longtime Vegas odds maker, says a four-point drop-off last week. Mm-hmm. From Baker Mayfield to Case Keenum, I respect Kenny, but he's way off base on that, and we said it last week. That was a beat-up Baker Mayfield to a Case Keenum who had experience in Kevin Stefanski's system, and that's what he does best to step in in a relief role and win games. Yep, I thought it was no drop-off whatsoever in that situation last week with the Browns. This one's a little bit different. You're trying to... Uh, calculate, hey, what's uh, Devontae Adams, Alan Lazard, and Jair Alexander worth? Also, your defensive coordinator's out with COVID uh, tonight. I don't think that matters much. I never think when a coach is sidelined, it really matters. We saw last year Nick Saban was out, JVT, mm-hmm. and it didn't really matter, right? So if Saban doesn't, if he's not worth anything to the point spread, uh, if he misses a game, the defensive coordinator of the Packers is not. So uh, a lot of things to look at here, but to me, it's just about the number at this point. Yeah. I'm convinced if it hits seven, I'll bet the Packers. If yeah. it doesn't hit seven, if you want to play the Cardinals on a teaser, I might end up doing that, but I have not done that yet. Yeah, the other side of this, too, by the way, for the Green Bay Packers, um, they're actually first in power situations. So, again, those runs like third and fourth down, two yards or fewer to go, or first, you know, goal to go and two yards or fewer in, they converted 100% of those situations with their running game. Uh, they are right now eighth in terms of open field yards per carry. Like they this can is run a, the ball. Yeah, this is a pretty good running attack. So, mm-hmm. you know, we talk about Aaron Rodgers. The Cardinals the have had trouble. You know, yep. I've talked about it at times, stopping the run. You know, I just watched last night the replay of the uh, Vikings-Cardinals game from week two. Yeah. And I went back and watched it for a couple reasons. One is I wanted to see – I wanted to watch the Arizona defense again. And the, the Vikings went up and down the field on the Arizona defense. Mm-hmm. Also, the Vikings should have won that game. They missed a 37-yard field goal at the end. So the Cardinals are 7-0. and the only team that really should have beat Arizona is Minnesota. Right. And this week, the betters don't want anything to do with the Vikings as home dogs against the Cowboys who are off a bye. So, Not this better. Huh? Not this better. Well, I'm just talking about majority no, I, I, of uh, public betters who love the Cowboys and are laying the points on the road. We'll see what happens there. But uh, I like – I'm not afraid to bet against the Cardinals, especially with a team that can run the ball. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like the Vikings in that spot against the Cowboys. Uh, last note on this, and this is from the market report from Chris Andrews, uh, which uh, populates our website, vsun.com. You can check out. Uh, before all the Green Bay COVID news broke, I, being Chris Andrews, opened Arizona's three and a half sharps, bet at the four. Uh, he also goes on to add that as he's writing this, I'm seeing sevens pop up. Could mean the South Point will be at Arizona minus seven by kickoff. I'll need to take more Cardinals bets before lifting the line to a key number. Uh, and then, of course, the total open 53. Sharps COVID news dropped it all the way down to 50 and a half. Number right now on the screen, of course, is uh, I've got 50 and a half or 50, depending on where you're looking for that number. So I guess one thing to talk about, too, here is you know, if you can't put pressure on Kyler Murray, you're going to be in trouble. And right. the Vikings did. They put some pressure on him. They picked him off a couple of times. Do you think the Packers are equipped uh, on the edges – and on the front seven to put pressure on Kyler. I think that's your worry. Uh, right now, they're pretty really solidly middle in the pack in terms of pressure rate right now. Sacks, they're up there. they got 18 on the season, but they're not consistently pressuring. For me, when it comes to playing Kyler Murray and watching some of these games in which teams have had success, the Vikings, um, the um, – excuse me, who do they play? 
Who are you talking about? Nah, the Cardinals. Regardless, it, it's it's solid edge play, but it's not even pressuring him. It's containing him, right? What was the one thing? Browns, that you and I, Rams. Yeah. Some of those recent games. It, but the, the Rams failed. Rams you know, didn't put any way. pressure whatsoever on him. Because it's yeah. talking about taking those sharp angles inside, trying to get to him and letting him bounce out and do everything. Oh, the 49ers. The 49ers did a good job of containing him in the pocket oh, yeah. and not allowing That's him right. to extend plays outside, right? Now, he did get some big plays, namely the one that put them over in terms of the spread. But <laughs> if your edge defenders can keep him in the pocket as opposed to letting him bounce around everywhere, that's what I'm looking for personally more than just pressuring him outright. Because sometimes when he's under pressure, I mean, the kid's amazing. He can just yeah. scramble out. He's like Gumby. Can, and then all of a sudden, he's out in the open field and extended the play and throwing it downfield. So yeah. I think that's what I'm looking for here. So you and I, it seems we're on the same page. If it gets to seven. Um, By the and, way, the yeah. Cardinals covered that game against the Niners oh. because Kyle Shanahan made some terrible decisions to go for it in their midfield. Yes. But look at it, and actually throw the schedule up because this is the scary thing for, I don't know if it's scary for anybody, but this has a chance of getting out of hand for Arizona because after today, you're talking about 49ers, Panthers, Seahawks, Bears for their next four games. After a Monday night game against the Rams, they get a road game against the Lions. That Colts and Cowboys, those two matchups are going to be pretty tough. Well, so you're saying I mean, the cards could be 12-0 and 0 oh. going into that Monday night football game against the Rams. I, right? Look at the way this breaks down. They could be a two-loss, three-loss, maybe three-loss team this year. So if they're twelve and zero, pretty good, pretty good chance I'm going to be on the Rams week fourteen on Monday night. <laughs> Me too, <laughs> <laughs> right? Fighting against it, but that, that's a schedule that sets up extremely nice yeah. uh, for them as they move forward here. So looks like Arizona again in the driver's seat for the top overall seed and a massive favorite here today. Uh, anything uh, I will tell you this. So really quickly, we we'll get to this because we have NBA coming up and we're going to have Brian Edwards with us. Uh, take anything away from World Series game yesterday. Before it started, I, I bet the Astros. I got them at plus 140 to win the series. Mm-hmm. Um, and the lineup turned out in a really big way, finally. Don't know if I feel insanely confident. Obviously, the Morton news helps you out a little bit in that regard. That's what pushed me to kind of bet Houston because the way the lineup shake out gives them a little bit of an advantage. But Or excuse me, the rotation shakes out. Did you take anything away from yesterday? Astros tied up? Not a lot. I mean, that's a spot where the Astros have to win. You're right. down 1-0. You're at home. Uh, that was a, the urgency spot. And Max Freed has not, I'll tell you what I took away is Max Freed has been uh, pretty shaky his last yeah. couple starts. So the Braves got a pitching problem. Charlie Morton's out. Max Freed not getting it done. And I think that, for the, from the Astros' perspective, that kind of compensates for the loss of Lance McCullers, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was going to be a big setback for the Astros not to have McCullers, but now when the Braves lose Morton and Freed pitching like this, uh, all of a sudden I think the Astros are looking better in this series. Yep, and uh, coming up next, they're not going to play today, of course, uh, but next time we see them, you do get Luis Garcia on the hill. Uh, oddly interesting is that the fact that he's somewhat similar to Frambar Valdez in that the last time we saw him, it was five and two-thirds of great work against yeah. the Boston Red Sox. Uh, the two starts prior to that, though, a total of three and two-thirds and uh, five or ten earned runs. So it was not great uh, for Luis Garcia last time out. So you'll need more uh, from the young guy this time around. But the Astros right now, about a dollar thirty favorite on the series, depending on where you shop around. So a little bit of a value grab for me prior to that, and we'll see if they can continue to move on uh, and win I this series. I think we might but start to see some higher-scoring games. Right? I think that's, that's what I was kind of leaning toward here when I was looking at it. I mean, this lineup's not going to be held down for an entire right. series. We saw that against Boston. The and, pitching's not that great to right. hold down these lineups. And after, yeah. and after that, I mean, I, I think right now the rotation's pretty weak for the Astros, and that lineup should be able to get to right. the rest of the guys that the Rays are going to roll out there. So, All right, we'll get back to the World Series. Uh, maybe tomorrow? Nope, it's Football Friday. We don't have time for it. On the way back, pretty good Thursday card in the association. We can also recap what we saw yesterday. How about the Lakers, huh? Big lead against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Then they blow that to ultimately lose. That is an embarrassing loss for the Lakers. Getting shown up by Darius Baisley? Oh, boy, it's not going well. It's the edge. You're decent. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. 
I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sports betting national championships coming up November 5th through the 7th. And VSIN will provide coverage from the main event all weekend long, including live on location updates for all the action. Visit vcin.com slash SBNC for more information and learn how you can enter for a chance to test your skills and win cash, including the million-dollar top prize. That's vcin.com slash SBNC. So last night was pretty cool. Um, what, we had 10 games in the NBA yesterday. Some pretty good ones at that. We had some meaty upsets as well. On the board last night, Sacramento gets an outright win over the Phoenix Suns. Cleveland, how about that Cleveland? Wins over the Hawks, Nuggets, and Clippers consecutively for the Cleveland Cavaliers. So they are 3-2, and two, off to a really good start. Also, the Oklahoma City Thunder last night. 123-115 to is the final score. The Oklahoma City Thunder get their first win of the season. And I would say, too, by the way, a very impressive couple of nights for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Fought tooth and nail against the Golden State Warriors. Golden State didn't get their first lead of the game until the third quarter with 45 seconds left, and they turn around on the second leg of a back-to-back as a five-and-a-half, six-point underdog and pull off the upset over the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, it was not without quite the sweat, though, right? The Lakers, how about this, how about this trend? Because remember, last night, they led by 26 points. ESPN stats and info. The Lakers entered play with a 230 and O record, that is 230 wins and zero losses, including the playoffs, when leading by at least 25 points in a game over the last 25 seasons. And they lose yesterday after holding a 26-point lead over the Oklahoma City Thunder. Now, I think the takeaway from this, as we look ahead for the Los Angeles Lakers, it's a topic that I have harped on quite a bit for the Lakers this year at Humans. Uh, it's something I expanded on in the Hardwood Handicappers podcast out this morning, by the way. Go check that out. Uh, it is they sacrificed defensive personnel for offensive guys. They needed it. They needed yeah. it to fit around the dudes like Russell Westbrook, like Anthony Davis, like LeBron James. And last night, humans, a, a team that was averaging less than a point per possession on the season offensively, the Oklahoma City Thunder, a team whose three of the first four games had gone under the total because they were so bad offensively, rip off a 117.5 offensive rating, drop 123 points and win. That's a bad sign. No, no question about it. The first time I checked in on this game, the Lakers were up 39-16, to 16, I think. Yeah. And then I checked in on the game later thinking it was going to be a blowout, and the Lakers were up like uh, two points in the last, uh, uh, I think, four minutes of the game. So I watched the end of it. Uh, you've, get, you've got to win with defense eventually, and, and the Lakers last year were a pretty good defensive team. Last two years, since Vogel's well, been there, it's been the bread and butter, right? Yeah, pretty good defensive team. This team is not very good defensively. And uh, when you add guys like Carmelo Anthony, you got to think that that's going to be the case. I think uh, Russell Westbrook's performance last night kind of sums up a lot of what I've said about him the last couple of years. He's a stat stuffer, but not always in a good way, and he's a little bit too reckless with the ball. The rare quadruple double last night for Russell Westbrook, 20 points, 14 rebounds, 13 assists, and 10 turnovers, <laughs> plus one ejection. It's funny. Right? So you texted that last night, and I was like, he had a quadruple-double? And, and then I had to look at the box <laughs> score, and I realized what you were talking about. I was like, oh, okay, all right, that makes sense. 10 turnovers yep. last night. 
I, you know, I, was, I didn't watch the whole thing, so you would have to explain to me, how did the Lakers blow that lead? How are you up that big over a bad team like the Thunder and let it get away? and lose a game like that on the road, because that's really inexcusable. Yeah, well, look, I thought there was quite a few opportunities uh, for this team. Well, first off, the turnovers were pretty high. They turned it over on 16.5% of their possessions. It was pretty bad. But also, right, the driving kick opportunities were there for Oklahoma City. Like, you're talking about taking 31 attempts and then four feet of the basket. You got fouled on nine, by the yeah. way, uh, on those attempts and then four feet. But then driving kick opportunities on corner threes in that game alone, they shot 60%. They were 15 to 37 from deep. You know, it was, there was a lot of ball movement. I think you give the Thunder credit because that's what they've been doing. Their ball movement actually has been pretty good. And you could tell that there's just a young team working through some things. But that was one of the things that really bothered them. And, again, it just points to poor perimeter defenders, right? When you're playing in terms of your backcourt and guys that are going to be out there, right, guys like Malik Monk are playing pretty well for the most part. Camilo Anthony is playing pretty well. But from a defensive standpoint, when you're giving those guys 32 and 31 minutes, you're going to sacrifice some defensive play on that end, right? And yeah. that's exactly what happened. And on top of it, Carmelo is a good player. Right, but when he has his nights where he's one of eight from three point range, wow. like he can make up for his lack of intensity defensively if he's hitting threes at a really high rate. But when he's one of eight, now you're talking about a poor defender who's just chucking balls in empty possessions, and that's a problem for him. I think he's shooting forty. I'm gonna say forty three percent from three for the season. Yeah, he's shooting yeah. pretty well early on. He had yeah, a big I game mean, against. He's the shooting Grizzlies. the ball pretty well so yeah. far. If you shoot forty three percent from three, I'm a, I'm okay with that. You can be a little bit flawed on the defensive end of the floor, but last night he did not yep. shoot. Uh, the ball that well. It's just, uh, the, you know, I don't want to overreact to anything the Lakers are doing here early in the season. This is a six-month marathon. Correct. Right? <laughs> We're uh, a little bit over a week into it. And uh, the Lakers are going to be that typical cliche, the work in progress, right? How many times is uh, LeBron and Frank Vogel, how many times are they going to talk about that? But uh, I think they also have to learn how to play without LeBron. He's going to have to take some nights off. And when it's the Russ Westbrook show... He's going to have to show up and not turn the ball over 10 times. I was going to say, we need time. We had a quadruple double. Let's go. <laughs> you don't see many quadruple doubles over the course of a season. <laughs> no. I love it. West, Russell Westbrook leads the NBA in triple doubles and quadruple doubles. Mm-hmm. So uh, really quickly, so before we get to the games tonight, and it's not a really deep card. Maybe we'll just say uh, like because I wanted to get oh, to there's this. There's a good game on the card, though. What are you excited for? Knicks Bulls. Okay. All right. Well, actually, huh? you know, fine. Let's talk about that. I'll say okay. what I have for you after best bets. Because uh, it, it can tie into the recap. But we'll, we'll save the unders and the, the conversation around that mm-hmm. uh, for afterwards. But let's talk about that game really quickly then. So Knicks and Bulls, this is – I'm with you. I'm excited to watch this game. This is a really intriguing test. These are two teams that I've been kind of waiting to take my shot against, right, in terms right. of consistently playing against them. And I don't – obviously, they're playing one another here. Slightly towards Chicago. We don't know if Zach Levine is going to play tonight. He's got a slightly torn ligament in his offhand uh, right by the thumb. So – the uh, last quote out of it was looked like he was going to try to play through it, but nothing official, officially questionable here. And the market's moving in favor of New York because of that, right? Bulls open up two and a half. We're down to one. So there's a couple of things here, right? From the Bulls' perspective, when you're talking about a team right now, humans, that is one of the best defensive teams statistically in the NBA against the New York Knicks, you're thinking, all right, here we go. 97.1 defensive rating at this point right now, giving up just 34% from three to opponents. However, those opponents are the Pistons twice, the New Orleans Pelicans, and the Toronto Raptors. Yeah. So I think there's questions about how good this defense really is for Chicago. I think it's going to be relatively poor as uh, the season goes along. There's no question. That, right? that, that's the one thing I want to see tonight because the Bulls have played tissue-soft opposition to yes. this point. And, yeah, they're 4-0. A lot of people are fired up. Watch out for the Bulls. You see a lot of buzz about this team on Twitter. I want to see the Bulls actually play somebody. And by the way, the Knicks, what intrigues me, they're firing up threes at an alarming rate for a Tom Thibodeau team. Uh, so he is, by all accounts, if you listen to some of the like reports coming out of New York and everything, this is full-on steering into the math. This is, I would rather be inefficient from three-point range and still get like that point, point-and-a-half edge than I would in any other area of the floor. And I, like, this is, I think this is really going to be the Knicks going forward. Okay. They're going to take over 40% of their attempts from three. They got enough personnel to do so. They built their team like mm-hmm. that. And they're just going to live with, like we talked about, there's going to be some variance. There are going to be nights where they shoot extremely poorly and they lose the Orlando Magic. But for the most part, it gives them a slight edge just when it comes to meeting up. Like, for example, for right now, it's just the early part of the year, they're making just over two more threes than the second-best team in the NBA at this point right now in terms of just-made threes. So mathematically, you're entering the game against the second-best three-point shooting team with about a six point, like just over a six-point edge in just-made threes alone. So that's what they're doing here. Here's the thing that I find intriguing about this, though, and I will cite this stat one more time because they're doing it again this year, and I find this incredible. This point this season, humans, 
The Knicks are giving up wide-open threes on 23.8% of opponent attempts. It is the second-highest rate so far in the NBA. But opponents are shooting just 35% on those. They did it last year. They had the 10th-highest rate, or excuse me, the 25th rate in terms of frequency of open looks, wide-open looks, but they were second in defensive percentage on those, on those numbers. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I think it works when you're sagging off of bad shooters and there's teams that don't have a lot of like, solid guys on the floor. The Bulls can put five shooters on the floor if they want. And so what that means for this matchup, too, I think is really fascinating. Like, does this defensive scheme work for you if you're the New York Knicks against a team like the Chicago Bulls? So I think there's a lot of fascinating angles to this entire game tonight. You know what's uh, confusing about that to me is Tom Thibodeau is such a good defensive coach. Yeah. Uh, is that his strategy, or does he just not have the personnel or guys incapable of defending the three-point line? The thought process is they're just not defending the, the right guys, right? Like, they know matchup-wise – Player X is not like a, a high shooter, or, you know, a high average shooter. So let's stack off of him and allow him to take a wide open three, sure. as opposed to the other guys. And look, so it worked over the yeah. worked over the course of the whole seventy two game regular season, right? They were forty one and thirty one, had one of the best defenses sure. last year. Yeah. Now my argument would be they got exposed by Atlanta, right? When you play a team that can put four or five shooters on the floor. That's when all of a sudden does it really work that well in like a playoff series. And so it didn't work last year, but maybe in a one-off matchup against a team like Chicago with this kind of a build, yeah. they also get burned. So that's what I'm waiting to see tonight. Because, again, you have Zach Levine that's injured, so maybe it works against him. But it's, it's, I think it's a pretty fascinating matchup either way. You're absolutely right. I can't wait. Any thoughts on the total of 216 in a game like this? I kind of think I would lean over. That's more what I thought you were say over. Right, but, just given everything yeah. we talked about with this matchup and what's going on here. I would lean to the over, and don't let pace fool you because if you're shooting threes as many as the New York Knicks are, the pace won't really matter because you're taking a lot of high-efficiency high shots from three. All right, we'll come back. We'll get back to the NBA because we do have a best bet later tonight in the association. We'll recap what's going on with these unders as well. Really high clip of unders coming in. On the other side, though, let's get to college football with Brian Edwards. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey, welcome back. This segment of The Edge is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen working to create a world where you can enjoy life on your own terms. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a smoke free, spit free, and hassle free tobacco alternative that can be enjoyed on the go anywhere and any time. Available in 10 varieties, including spearmint, coffee, Citrus and wintergreen. Zen can be found at convenience stores nationwide, so you can find your Zen. Zen's nicotine pouches are clean and discreet with no lingering smell. It's easy to use indoors or out. Zen comes in two strengths, so you have control over your nicotine satisfaction. Zen contains nicotine. is only for adult nicotine consumers 21 or older. Learn more. Find your local retailer at zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Here it is, right here. I've got it. The Zen Nicotine Pouches. JVT, I'm going to ask you a question. If we have time at the end of this segment, if you get it right, you win this can of Zen Nicotine Pouches. Nice. It's like those athletic quiz questions on the college football broadcast. That's right. That's right. But we have a lot of time we have to spend with Brian Edwards here in college football. And let's ask him some questions about games that he's got on his dock. Brian, it's good to talk to you as always, man. It's a big rivalry week. Right, We get big ones like UNLV and Nevada. We also get some slightly smaller ones like Michigan and Michigan State. So let's start here. We'll give the little guys a chance. Michigan, a four-point favorite on the road with a total of 50-and-a-half, sir. What is the handicap of this Big Ten meeting? Well, Marcus Arroyo is 0-13 straight up during his tenure, but he's covering a lot of numbers lately, 5-2 and two against the spread this year, and that was with that heartbreaker ATS-wise last week. But they've played four consecutive uh, one possession games, including uh, 38-30 at Fresno when they let out right most of the way. Uh, um, one possession game at UTSA, still undefeated UTSA. And um, they've won outright in two of the four last head-to-head. Charles Williams, 714 rushing yards, seven touchdowns, 5.0 yards per carry average. Needs only 80 yards tonight, or tomorrow night to be the all-time uh, leader in career rushing yards. And uh, uh, Nevada off the heartbreaker and, you know, a flat slash look ahead spot with San Jose and San Diego State looming. Uh, I'd like to buy the half point at the key number of 21 and take the Rebels. Okay. Brian Edwards, VegasInsider.com, senior handicapper at Vegas B. Edwards. Brian, I tell everybody your strength is the SEC. 
if uh, Brian Edwards talks, you listen in the SEC. And you're a Florida guy, but you're objective about this. How about Georgia-Florida and uh, the Bulldogs, 14.5-point favorites? I think you might be able to get 15, maybe, who knows, might even tick up a little bit higher by Saturday. I, I hear a lot of people who are afraid to bet against this Georgia team. What do you say? Well, Georgia's been dominant all year, and you really can't nitpick anything on their resume because uh, they've been so dominant, other than the fact they just have not faced a really good offense. I mean, Clemson, South Carolina, Vandy, and Arkansas and Auburn have pretty good offenses. Kentucky's is average. And this is the best offense they've faced, and I think Florida's going to score points, especially with I anticipate Anthony Richardson getting more snaps, and he looked great uh, guiding the Gators to four consecutive touchdown drives in the second half. Uh, at LSU, Florida's only been a double-digit dog uh, three times under Mullen, 2-0-1 against the spread. They push in Baton Rouge two years ago, but they had first and goal twice uh, in the fourth quarter, and they led that game by seven midway through the third against Joey Burrow and company that went on to win the national title. And then they easily covered against Bama, losing by six as a 17-18 point dog last year, and then easily covering at home against Bama this year as a double-digit dog. Um so, look, I think it's the best offense they face, the best play caller. I worry about Florida's ability to stop the run on Georgia, but I think Florida's going to score. They have two mobile quarterbacks, which will be good with uh, the stout pass rush Georgia comes with, and uh, I like the Gators catching the big number. All right, Brian Edwards on the Gators. Can you give us an, an exact score, Brian? Last year on a game you handicapped, I think an Alabama game, I said if you could call the score exactly, I would buy you dinner at Michael's here at the yes. South Point. That's about a $500 value, JVT. That's right. You remember what I remember yeah. the score I said? Yeah, you missed it by one 52 point. 52-44. Right? It was 52-45? 52-46. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I call okay. it 52-44. Okay. He missed it by one point. Hmm. So, okay. What do you have for a score, Georgia-Florida? Total of 51. 31-27, Georgia. Okay. All right, nail-biter for the dogs. Wrote it down. All right, uh, let's go to the Big Ten then, and this Michigan to Michigan State matchup. Michigan on the road laying four. Uh, what are you looking at here, Brian? I made it a pick em, and I think it's a toss-up game, so I'll gladly take the home team uh, plus four and uh, a little bit of the money line. And, you know, they've had two weeks to prepare. Michigan hasn't. They're at home. I give them a slight edge at quarterback with Peyton Thorne, 15-4 to TDI&T ratio. And uh, Michigan only 10-12 and 12 against the spread, 22 games a road favorite under Jim Harbaugh, Alex Party. All right. How about uh, JVT was joking about the UNLV-Nevada uh, game. <laughs> but, that? again, it's uh, Friday night football. It's on CBS Sports Network. And I think it's going to be a decent amount of betting action on this game. And uh, the Rebels have covered numbers like you talked about. So do you think that will get to 21, Brian? Are we going to be able to get 21 with the Rebels in that or not? Well, I already bought it at a half point from 20 and one half. Oh, you did? Um, okay. Yeah, I, I, I have no idea what it's going to do. All right, let's go to uh, Florida State and uh, give me your take on the Seminoles at Clemson. Numbers nine and a half. Will that get to 10? I have my doubts, and okay. uh, I think you should get it now and buy that half point to 10. You know, FSU, obviously an awful start, but they've won three in a row. They're number 14 in the nation in rushing yards. Corbin, the running back, having a really good year, 7.9 yards per carry, five touchdowns, 683 yards. The last four games, Jordan Travis giving them some solid QB play, 7-2 to uh, TDI and T ratio. Clemson's got injuries galore, and their offense is abysmal. I like FSU plus the points. All right. I was going to say, I'm, I'm interested in that FSU side too. I'm going to hold out, see if you can get 10. I'm also, same thing with uh, Nevada-Reno. I'm going to see if I can get uh, 21 with the Rebels. I think the dog uh, looks a lot more attractive if you can get to 21 in that game. Let's go to the Big Ten quickly. Minnesota and Northwestern. Gophers laying seven and a half in Evanston. A low total of 43 and a half, Brian. Yeah, Minnesota is in pretty good uh, form here despite losing their two stud running backs. They've... Uh... They've won three in a row, both straight up and against the spread. They've won four of five, that mind-boggling home loss to uh, Bowling Green, which is the most nonsensical result we've seen all year. But the Gophers are number uh, 
five in the nation uh, against the run, or I'm sorry, um, running running yard, rushing yards right. offensively. They're number five in the nation, and Northwestern's number 122 out of 130 FBS teams in run uh, mm. defense. And Minnesota's only given up 19.6 points per game. Uh, this is another one I want to buy the half point at a key number of seven if uh, if it's still seven and a half, and I believe it is. I like the Gophers. All right, let's stay in the conference because I know you had a small lean here. Uh, what do you make of this spot for Penn State against Ohio State? Because this number is up to 19 right now in some spots with a total of 60. Seems like a, a rough way to bounce back after that loss to Illinois. Yeah, this one's just a small opinion, but, you know, I like – quality teams catching huge huge numbers especially if they have a good defense penn state i know they haven't faced a lot of powerhouse offenses obviously you know when you think about iowa wisconsin indiana etc but they are number six in the nation in scoring d giving up only 14.7 um i know it was a lot of extra snaps and all the overtime last week but i mean i don't i think that loss may even help them here uh in terms of motivation small opinion on penn state catching the big number i know i, I Excuse me, Ohio State's in great form, but they've been playing uh, some pancakes here the last month. Brian, before we get to uh, your last play that you like, anything else in the SEC that jumps off the page to you this week? Man, Auburn has won five in a row over Ole Miss, and Ole Miss has only won uh, one of the last eight at Jordan-Hare. But uh, I just I, – I just, uh, it scares me. I just don't want anything to do with it. I'd love – for either team to get out to a 14 nothing lead and be able to get either team as a decent underdog, a lot of value from the original line. Cause I don't think either team is going to run away from each other. I can't see it not being a one possession game uh, in the fourth quarter. All right. One more here for you. 175, 176 on the rotation. I believe you're taking 21 and a half with Texas state at Louisiana, correct? I am. Uh, Billy Napier's team has been playing down to its competition all year long. 18-and-a-half-point favorite last week. They win by one. They only beat Nichols by three as a 26-point favorite. Only beat uh, Georgia Southern uh, by eight as a 14-and-a-half-point favorite. Beat South Alabama by two as a 12-point favorite. Uh, so, And Billy Napier, I know he – you know, his name comes up for other jobs, and, you know, all that matters, I guess, is the outright wins, and he's done a good job. But he does not how to know how to handle clock management. If you've watched many of their games, I don't think he's the answer <laughs> for an SEC school. Right. And I'll take Texas State catching 21 in the hook. I agree with you. I think a lot of these people touting Billy Napier have not <laughs> watched him very closely. Uh, Brian, great take there at Vegas B. Edwards. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, gentlemen. Y'all have a good one. All right, JVT, I'm planning to fly back to Indiana this week. I'm going to give you uh, four choices. Why would I go back? A, to see some old friends and catch the Titans-Colts game. Okay. To see some old friends and drive up to the uh, 49ers-Bears game. Okay. To visit Wes Reynolds' boyhood home. Okay. Or D, other. I'm going to go with C. It's D. The McRib is in Indiana. Oh, okay. All <laughs> the right. first like spot it. in America where the McRib has surfaced. Indiana and Chicago. How about that? Here's a picture you standing out of Wes's boyhood <laughs> home. All right. We'll be back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VSIN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24-7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with money and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to vsin.com. Data and analysis. You get everything vsin has to offer for only $22 a month. That's a bargain. Sign up now. vsin.com slash subscribe. And don't forget about vsin.com slash JVT. You should go there every day. That's right. You should. My mom does, so why not you? I don't even know if my mom does. Sometimes she asks me where I work. So, uh, All right. <laughs> By the way, yes, I'm not going back to Indiana. Oh, I forgot to ask. You're not really going, are you? I'm not going. Okay. I mean, it's tempting to go back and see the Titans Colts or West 49ers West Bears or West Reynolds Boyhood Homer. Maybe uh, hit the McRib about 20 times this weekend. Indiana and Chicago, apparently the first spots in the country where the McRib has surfaced. When's the wide release It's coming? supposed to be here by Monday, November Ooh, 1st. Okay, uh, all right. I feel like I know what we're going to be talking about on Monday, huh? So, no, I'm not going to fly back there. I'm staying in Vegas. Well, I mean, like if it's widely released, though, by the time Monday comes around and the show comes around, I mean, you know what I mean? I kind of feel like, you know, I'm playing tonight, flying back, loading up on McRibs and coming back by the show tomorrow. Throwing them in your freezer? That's a tough trip. Yeah. Uh, all right. NBA from last night recap. You do then, not get this, by the way. Uh, I do not. No, I don't get this. You had a chance to win the can of Zen nicotine pouches. By the way, uh, my mom watched the show a couple days ago. She said, JBT didn't look very excited when you offered him a, a pouch. I said, oh, no, he was excited. Yeah. He was just trying to play it off because he thought if he acted too excited, I wouldn't give it to him. Right. I'm professional. All yeah. those sorts of things, right? You don't um, smoke anymore, right? No, no. I used to. Yeah. Hope my mom's not watching. Hope that, of all days, she didn't figure out the streams. You know, this this might not be the one. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, let's go to a recap from last night and one play for today. Two games on the docket for me yesterday. Split on those two. Uh, Kings plus eight. How about that outright winner? The Chicago. Nice the, job. The, the I watched Sacramento that last Kings. night too. Uh, you're right about the Suns. They got some oh. defensive issues right now, especially in transition. I am telling you, go back and watch the game. You know, last night the Kings. So the the Suns were turning it over quite a bit last night. And last year, remember, they were the worst transition defense in the NBA. Dead last 30th. Last night, the Kings averaged a full two points per play off of steals in oh, transition. Okay. Like, they were just, every time they got it, it was just up the court, let's go. It was ridiculous. But they killed them in transition. Uh, were really good offensively. So the Kings, plus eight, they get the outright win over the Suns. And the Clippers, how about this, man? Now, I was reading you some stats about Evan Mobley and the Cavaliers and how good they've been. Three consecutive wins for the Cavaliers. The Hawks the Nuggets, and the Clippers. Mm-hmm. So this Cavs team is playing some pretty good, good basketball. Wins. Yep, it's a good defensive basketball at that. So they've turned things around, but Mobley's been a big part of it. Uh, that game just plummets under the total, not even close, under 217. So with that, we move on to today. This is down to 2.5, so you can get a better number than the one presented here. Hawks minus 3 over the Washington Wizards. So there's some injury questions here uh, for the Washington Wizards. It doesn't look like Spencer Dinwiddie is going to sit. There are thoughts that maybe he would. Remember, he's coming off of an ACL injury. This is the second leg of a back-to-back. They get a big win over Boston last night. Mm-hmm. doesn't look like that's going to be the case. Uh, but the bigger news is that Daniel Gafford is not going to play tonight. Suffered a knee contusion yesterday, thigh contusion, quad contusion, whatever you want to call it. And that's a pretty big loss because now we're talking about him, Rui Hachimura, right, uh, Raul Neto. Like the, the losses are starting to add up here for the Washington in terms of the guys that are not going to be available. And while the Hawks themselves are coming off of the second leg, the back-to-back, and a close win over the New Orleans Pelicans, I think I'm just going to play against the shorthanded nature of Washington, that they're not going to be able to keep this up. Wizards have been off to a good start. They're 3-1 ATS, uh, but I think that the Hawks, a little bit deeper, get Lou Williams back tonight, it sounds like, are going to be in a better spot. So lay it with the Hawks today. Okay. Bam.
Are you going to take it with the Packers? Let's get to your NFL best bets. So I am if it gets to seven. I haven't added anything yet uh, to recap what I have on the board right now. That teaser, Vikings plus seven and a half, Colts plus seven and a half. Uh, Go smart to put it at the beginning of the week because the Colts are now the favorite in that matchup. Vikings plus two and a half against the Cowboys and then Patriots plus six. But I will say this. If it gets to seven, I will be rooting for the Green Bay Packers tonight because I'll be taking that full touchdown. Mm -hmm. Same here. Yep. What do you got? Oh, by the way, eight and uh, what? Eight and three in the season in the NBA for for the edge bets, and sixteen and twelve for the NFL. We have some similar NFL plays again this week. Uh, put these up early in the week. Good numbers on two of the three games: Colts plus one and a half over the Titans, Vikings plus two and a half over the Cowboys. And I, I should have waited to get the six, but with the Pats, but I put the Pats up plus five and a half. So I think the Patriots going to win that game straight up. But I've been wrong about the Patriots a couple times this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I preferred the Colts in the underdog role. Not surprised they flipped back uh, to small favorites. I don't think it matters. Uh, JVT, the first time Colts and Titans met up, Jonathan Taylor averaged 6.4 yards per carry. Derrick Henry averaged 4.0 yards per carry. I think the Colts have an advantage here with uh, run defense and the way the Colts are running the ball. Uh, There are a lot of things, I think, point to the Colts. Plus, the Titans are off two big wins as a home underdog. Uh, to the Chiefs and the Bills, going on the road to face a Colts team they beat 25-16 to 16 in Week 3. This is a, a must-have spot for the Colts. If you're going to win the AFC South, you got to get this you got to get this game. So I think it's a really good situational spot for the Colts, too. Plus, the matchup, I think, yep. is pretty good for the Colts. Uh, the Patriots and the Chargers, excuse me, the Patriots plus 5.5 over the Chargers and the Vikings over the Cowboys. I wonder, we'll talk about all these games in depth on tomorrow's show on Football Friday. Do you think this line has dropped from two and a half to one and a half simply because of the reports Dak Prescott was limited in practice with the calf injury? Is that it? I think so. Yeah. Right, and he said that we'll know by Saturday what his status is going. He's to going be. to be out there. It's posturing. Yeah. yeah. If you remember, after uh, what was their last game that they played? Was it the Giants game? Uh, that when he talked to the media afterwards, he's like, "Yeah, you know, it hurts. I'll be in a boot, but you can have fun with that." And he walked off the podium. Like, it, I, I think he's going to be just fine. He'll be out there. So. Um, with Col- the, oh yeah, you get the college yeah, yeah, football yeah. best bets. The two I put up early in the week: Michigan State plus four and a half, Stanford minus two. Sticking with those, no doubt about it. I added four more today: UCLA plus six and a half. It looks like Dorian Thompson Robinson is going to play a quarterback. Mm-hmm. They're a better team, I think, with him in there. But I'm, I'm not afraid to take my chances with Ethan Garbers to back up either. And the Utah's had a lot of problems stopping the run. Allowed 260 yards last week to Oregon State, and what UCLA want to do, they want to run the ball right at you with Britton Brown and Zach Charbonnet and DTR. Uh, I don't think Purdue's going to get the outright win at Nebraska, but I do think Jeff Brom is better in the underdog role, especially the road dog role, 21-10 and 10 against the spread, and I think this is going to be a competitive game. Purdue off that uh, pitiful performance, offensive performance last week against uh, Wisconsin, plus 7.5. Texas, plus 3 at Baylor. And also going with, I can't resist, JVT. I'm going to bet against San Diego State again. Yeah, do it. Fresno State, the better quarterback, far superior offense. Fresno State plus one at San Diego State, and that's a late Saturday night game. That's going to be a good one in the Mountain West. College football season record on this show, 29-23. and 23. Hopefully improve on that this week. All right. Uh, it's like the, uh, I don't know, have you ever watched Breaking Bad? I know you're not a TV guy. Uh, I saw one episode. There's well, there's. I heard it's a great show, but I never really had time to watch. I stopped it. watching after the third season, but I will say that there is an iconic moment in which uh, one of the characters screams to the heavens, "He can't keep getting away with this!" It's San Diego State. They can't keep getting away with this. All right, <laughs> <laughs> they can't do it. All right, really quickly <laughs> before we get out of here, uh, this is I think a really big topic of conversation in the NBA in the early part of the year. So James Harden is getting headlines right because he has been struggling right? pretty bad for the first few games. The free throws aren't there for him again last night. Struggles at a big way, uh, shoots a really uh, a less than stellar percentage from the floor and doesn't get to the line. But I think this is a bigger story because through the early part of the year, Matt Humans, we have played 65 games. Unders are 40 and 25 through 65 games. It's right. a pretty good clip for games going under the total. So I was curious, he went through some of the numbers, and when you look at it, there's a really big difference in what we have seen early as compared to what we saw from last season, right? So to walk you through them, uh, the column on the left is averages from last season. Column on the right is the averages from this season. So the average average offensive rating last year, 112.9. This season, 107.4. It's a pretty big difference. Free throw rate. Free throws made every 100 possessions, 19.2 last year, 17 flat. 
this year. So a 2.2 difference there. How about just free throw attempts per game? 21.8 on average last year, 19.8 so far this year. Now, I included pace to give you an idea just how the games are being played. This is going to be skewed. I don't really think it has much to do with what we're seeing, but it is interesting that games this year are quicker and yet going under the total and efficiency is out the window and much lower than it was a season ago. So what this all means, there has been a tangible change. Right? They're not calling these bump fouls anymore. And so while James Harden might be the poster child for everything that is happening right now, Trey Young, Trey, Trey Young as well, which I'm going to get to that too, mm-hmm. it's really affected the way these games are being played. Right, Guys, when they're getting those bump fouls, because it's not just Harden and Trey Young who do it, there are other guys who are used to doing it. Yesterday, Anthony Edwards takes the ball down the court. He stops dribbling in front of Giannis. Giannis pile, like, just falls all over him. They both go to the court. Usually that's a defensive foul. Nope, ref calls an offensive foul. It's going the other way. So like, they're changing the way that they're calling these games, and it has altered the way that these teams have played, and it's altered the scoring for these games. But I'll take this even one step further. How about this? The top five teams last year in free throw rate humans were Washington, New Orleans, Philadelphia, Atlanta, and Detroit. This year, those were top five. This year, Washington is second, but then the rest of them, 26, 25th, 27, 28th, all only have gone one game over, and Brooklyn is 0-5 to the under, and they were the fifth best free throw team. All right, two quick points here. Unders 40 and 25 so far for the NBA season. Let's check back in a month and see if if these uh, numbers hold. Also, how much is scoring down per game? I'll have to check on the actual points per game, but efficiency obviously is a really big deal in terms of how low it's been. I saw the Clippers game last night. It's ridiculous how low scoring some of these games are. All right, that does it for us. My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonatoni coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.